Sing it, Andrew. Part. Oh my god, hello and welcome to <laughs> Not Another Nat One Small Talk. Uh, hi, I'm Keith. What hey, up, Big Poppy? Yep, yep, I'm the proud DM for a newly level 5 cast. Yeah! Yes, sir. Uh, so excited. Uh, I'm gonna, impressed that I did that. That's, that I, I don't yeah, know how y'all made the intro the worst it could possibly be, but Alex just hit that note. Perfect. I felt like oh. Iron Maiden for yeah, a second. I, like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I couldn't do anything while you were making that noise. Which one? The, the, the that note. Yeah! It, it just it, like that. It paralyzed me for a <laughs> <laughs> shock and awe. Oh yeah. By the way, my name's Alex. I'm your boy, Alex. Hey, I'm Chase. I'm not your boy. <laughs> and my name is Andrew. Uh, I play Carla Connors, the Bugbear Barbarian, aka the Bugbear. Yeah. yeah. He said it. He said it. He did it. That's my favorite part of every I small do, I talk. I love it. Yeah. It gets me so freaking hyped yeah. about The only this. reason I listen to these small talks. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I, I listen to it for your beautiful voice. I listen to it because I like to help Alex edit and find stuff that is wrong. I like the movie review. That has happened. Also, hi, I'm Sam. I oh, play yeah, Clickbait, the Verdan Warlock, aka the world's most okay spy. Awesome. Well... I got one question for you and one question only. What, what movie are we doing today? Oh, no. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's what, come on. It's what's your favorite moment for episode uh, yeah. okay. You know, okay. yeah, that makes sense. After a Sounds few right. of these, we should have seen that coming. Yeah, that we yeah. didn't. So, um, I guess I'll start. I there think, were a lot of good moments yeah, in this one. Yeah, this was, this is, this is a big one. Even though I feel like this is one of those where, like, on the surface, it's like you don't like listening to it. It's like, oh, we didn't really do that much. But then you go back and you're like, Oh, well, we went, like, we exited the manor, and then, oh, we had to walk back to yep. Libra, and then we had this talk with Ophir, and then we did all this other stuff we afterward. Leveled up. We, yeah, le- we leveled up. we leveled up. up. We'll have to talk about that a little bit. It was a yeah. lore dump episode. It yeah. was, It yeah. was. And boy, was there lore. And boy, was there a dump. <laughs> <laughs> and that was definitely needed after such a hefty combat episode. Have yeah. That yeah. dichotomy of, we, here's combat, and then here's role what was it? Was it four straight episodes that was just... Us getting to the fight, like because we there were, we, there fought, were we fought in the sewer, yeah. we fought the outside of the house. <laughs> we did, uh, yeah, okay. and then and then yeah. we actually fought the house, Can and then remember? we fought the BBG. We could have probably cut it down by two episodes <laughs> if I didn't jump on Barry's back. <laughs> I, I, I'm convinced that that actually probably sped it up a little bit. You think but, so? Yeah, because if we had been so sneaky, quiet, all that stuff, like we would have taken our time yeah. the whole time. And it, that's it, true. We didn't investigate anything no, in that house we, other than that one room. We knew that there was we time knew, was of the yeah. essence, and that's our cover was blown. I have yeah. about planning that. takes forever. Failing and running is the quickest way to <laughs> So it ended. It, I, I think it would have been longer if we hadn't have done that. Because I'll take that dub. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't call it. A it's like a kind of dub. Is there a half dub? Or is it just wins and losses? It's, it's just a U. It's a tie. Yeah. Yeah, I round up. It's a win. <laughs> but my favorite moment of the episode is actually uh, me and Sidus's moment, like right after we exit the manor and we're talking about what we're going to do uh, with the knowledge that we now know that the spiders were, in fact, Joe's children. Um, oh, man. Yeah. So, just on the surface, it's like, if you look at that conversation alone, there's like so many things going on at one time. It's like me and Sidus, like, I feel like this conversation really solidifies our friendship where like at the beginning, like you, you were rightfully um, standoffish with me, especially yeah, if you, you found out that, yeah, I was spying right. on you and like, that's a totally natural reaction. And now that we've gotten, you know, spent some time together, it's like, we finally can able to have like those deep conversations. And plus like, well, it helps when not only have you gone through a life or death situation, but right. you have also killed. Like yeah. you have been part of the same trauma. So now yeah. there's that shared trauma that walls are breaking down because yeah. of that. That's cool, man. Yeah. That well, now, and it's really cool because yeah. like we have different motivations of like why we wanted to like not tell the other two. For Click, it's more like one, you know, he thinks like, I mean, the spiders attacked us. So for him, it's like, he doesn't really see them as kids. He sees them as enemies. And two, like, you know, that, uh, Carl is a literal child. Yeah, He's a child as and, well. Like, Click doesn't know that. So like you're sparing him, but at the same time, like keeping his secret. So I think that like 
adds another layer to it, which I think is really cool. Like that conversation was really big and I'm glad we got to share that. Yeah, I want to give props on your role playing as Thanks, well. Man. I think that that scene, like going back, listening to it is probably one of my favorite moments. But And I'm not, this isn't my favorite moment of the episode. This is like for you as a role player. Yeah. Like you were in it, you were emotional with it. It brought me as a role player into the scene as well, which man, I'd, you did great, man. That was a fun scene. Yeah. What was your favorite moment? My favorite moment is us again. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, but a little different, which is when we were in the room trying to decipher the code. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. This has just become Sam and I's podcast <laughs> yeah, yeah. for the next couple no, of minutes. Okay. Little so, guys go first. Yeah, the little guys, we, <laughs> we got to show off a little yeah. bit this episode. And specifically, if you let me brag about my character for a second, you know, Sidus is a professor of languages. So to give him, and thank you, Keith, for giving me a task or a trap or whatever that is, whatever you would call that, to decipher and get something that is kind of plays to the strengths of my character, especially after my book kind of died. It's cool to see that I don't need the book to be successful at things. Yeah, this is a proficient, proficiency test for Sidus that you excelled at. Yeah, and it felt really good to excel at that after having such a bad thing happen to him. Chase, what was your favorite moment? It was a cool moment, Alex. It was a cool moment. Uh, mine <laughs> had a series of events leading up to it that... Unfortunate events. No, very fortunate, actually. Uh, where I, I also kind of wanted this scene, but Keith, uh, Sam was the one to chime in and say, hey, let's not skip over this cool scene. Man, kudos to Sam. Thank you, bro. Sam. Uh, which, of course, clearly, if we're giving kudos to Sam, we have to say Keith... Why were you gonna skip this beautiful scene? He wasn't. I just, I <laughs> yeah, just, no, you know, I just got to it before Keith did. I could tell the look in Keith's eye. He was like, "Man, I need these players. Need, these these players this. need their own scene. They need a good cry." Yeah. Which is exactly what happened. Where Carl and Barry went up to the quartermaster and just Keith, how you like let us just play in that space and played the quartermaster as like this big burly guy, kind of de facto in charge, even though this is outside of his scope of responsibilities. And the two big guys who just came back from fighting Joe, <laughs> who are putting on a strong front. <laughs> that man's name, Joe. Joe. Why did we name that man Joe? Just all standing on the battlement, sobbing into each other's shoulders and just letting that out, showing that men do cry. <laughs> Sometimes you just need it. And it was so, just such a fun scene. It was also funny. And I was glad for the comic yeah. relief in the middle of the episode like that. Like that was spur of the moment, really cool. Yeah. And it just felt right too. It's like, yeah, we're all kind of like soldiers or a new adventurer. Uh, like this is something that a life we have all chosen, the three of us up on those battlements. But shit sucks sometimes. And sometimes <laughs> you just need a shoulder to cry on. And sometimes you just need two sets of big burly shoulders of your nearest friend in quotation marks that we still barely know each other. <laughs> and then this random quartermaster that clearly needs a break. I, it sounds very similar to a, a story I could tell you from a time in Target, but we'll save that for another small talk. <laughs> uh, well, now, now I want to hear the Target that? story. Hold on. No, no. Did you cry in a Target with a stranger? Hey, we, we, each have, we each have a question we can ask this episode. Yeah. I mean, One of you can ask that question. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that, that, that's mine now. Oh, no. Uh, and to, to be clear, you asked why did Keith name him Joe? Keith has said on multiple occasions that he never meant to name him no, Joe. No, I said, quote, why did we name yeah, that yeah, man Joe? That, is a, uh, that, <laughs> that is was a, a collective name that I adopted. <laughs> that is a collective. What what you end up naming him? He's Sanjo. Sanjo, that was it. That was his name. He was Sanjo. We called him Joe. That's awesome. That's mad disrespectful. Well, Joe came before Sanjo. <laughs> we, yeah, that, we, that was for your benefit. I literally called him Joe. Like, to his face. He probably thought I was mad disrespectful. <laughs> Come into my house. Hey, Joey. He's going to call me Break Joe? my windows. Yeah. Kill my kids. <laughs> oh, my call me Joe. That's, that's what we should have said to him. Nobody's going to worship a god named Joe. Yes. Oh, good. Oh, no. Uh, my favorite moment w is a little bit weird because it's kind of... It's off of uh, the moment that Sam talked about with them deciding not to tell me. My favorite moment is honestly... The, the absence of my moment that I thought I was going to have to have in this episode where like 
there was a real chance mm. that if I had found out yep. that I had murdered a child, because that that is how Carl would have seen it. There's a real chance that he would have like wanted to go home. Yeah, he would have dipped because like like this is I'm in way over my head. I I wasn't ready for this. You know, uh, uh, Aunt, Aunt Ponan was right. I need to go home. So I, I was very glad that I didn't have to deal with that. <laughs> Do you think that that's going to be something that you will have to deal with in the future? I mean, Carl? depends on if I find out. Mm, okay. Because uh, we made a role in this yeah, episode. We did. Where It was an Keith, insight. Yeah, yeah, where Keith, yeah. I was like looking through the book and Keith was like, see if you find the thing I that remember says those that. are the kids. Oh, no. I won't even lie. I feel like what's going to happen is there's going to be an episode that we do and me or you, Alex, are going to slip up in character. They, they, and, and then it's going to be like, wait, wait somebody's got to k- catch us in yeah. that moment when we do that. Cause that, that is going to happen. Yeah. And hopefully not like I'm going to actively not try. I'm going to try my best not to, but it might happen. It's going to yeah. be the super morbid version of what happened with me and Barry, where it's like, you would never kill a child. <laughs> oh, no. Really? Oh, no. I, I will say that I do, I, I, I want to put this disclaimer out there. Nano is not okay <laughs> no. with child murder. No. Like, we need, we're talking a lot about <laughs> it. We're not Gucci with it. The official That's why we're Nano upset with stance it. is anti-child it murder. Con- it might be controversial, but that is the stance we're taking. We're it's taking technic- this brave no, 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 and courageous. Child murder equals not Gucci. That, not that's Gucci, the official yeah. stance. Child murder is not bussing. <laughs> oh we will we will not be taking questions at this time. And yeah, we will not. Yes, For no press request. Nothing. <laughs> I think I messed up the word request. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll try to get us. I'll try to get us back on track. You got a question? Yeah, I'll ask us a question. Oh, actually, before we do that, do we want to talk about? So we all hit level five. Oh yeah, we do. Do we want to do that before we do our questions? Let's do it, Big Jimmy. You Um, wanna? Yeah, you tell us what it was, and don't don't forget, guys, that. Part of our level up came from the Discord thing. If yeah, you want to yeah. kind of talk about your Discord thing as well. Uh, my Discord. I got to find it. I, I yeah. said something It'll about it. It'll be the latest message Dude, from Keith, not. most likely. I, I'll start because I have mine ready here. What is Keith's name in Discord? Ragna. 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 Okay. But all right. So mine, which the, the cool thing with the Discord was, uh, well, Keith didn't want us to take the time in the middle of the episode. So he just sent us. Hey, here's three things, three or four things. This is your level up for the rest of episode 12. And then 13, we had our full regular level up that nullified this. But got a plus six to hit, multi-attack, and full features reset. So like breath weapons, all that shit. Very Gucci. Uh, And then for the actual level up, I was... It's not not a super sexy level up. But five is a big one because got another plus one proficiency extra attack which is massive fucking love like extra attack another first level spell another cantrip and unlock second level spells so got two second level spells hey let's go and y'all want to guess what spell i took remember i'm a ranger there's only one option uh did you take speak with animals twice no (laughs) (laughs) yes no, Keith got it right. If you could hear it very quietly, pass without a trace. Pass without yeah, trace. I mean, you you can't. That, somebody has to have it. That like, that's plus such ten a, to yeah. stealth is it's a broken spell. It's so, so broken. Oh my goodness, Sidus level five is not super important for wizards. It's six. It's the big one. Proficiency is important. Obviously, level three spells are important. Uh, I grab fireball and fly, which were. I yeah. used them both almost immediately getting them. Fireball. Which was cool. But also <laughs> a fun one. You, you don't you don't have to just tumble through the air anymore. No, not you anymore. Can I can actually <laughs> I don't have to just levitate. Spell attack went up, spell save DC went up. Uh Keith did something really cool in the middle of that fight, which really made the fight a little bit more fun because by that point, I mean, how long it had been since we had a long rest. It had been a long time. So he reset my spell slots, all my fun stuff. And then he also gave me the ability to cast haste, which is, that, I, that's I, I cannot super wait. Underrated I thing. cannot wait to use that on one of you guys. Wait, I, I thought the regular level up superseded this though. 
I don't understand your question. No, that, that was part of the level up. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. this and whatever other stuff your class normally does. I still have to figure out what the hell to do with my character sheet because I think I'm going to have to remake the Crystal Longbow because I messed up the modifier when Keith first said, like, told me about it. So I'm supposed to have plus six right now, but it, it even changed. It was plus seven and now it's plus eight. So, oh my God. I was just still adding strength to it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't remember how I did that or how to change it. Man, there's, there's Chase cheating again. I'm not actually adding eight to it, but I was adding seven the entire time. Every single time I used that bow before this. D&D Beyond is a great tool for so many things, but specifically when it comes to adding custom things, yeah, it's it it's custom wildly stuff. difficult to figure out where to find it. Uh, because they don't want you to. They want you to use the stuff that, that you have to pay for from them. Uh, yeah, that in my level up, it was I it's a it's a little sad because I'm just I'm just a stupid barbarian. So I just That's not true. Don't say that about yourself. I, I just got I mean, literally low intelligence, not just like a dumb thing. Uh I get, I get my, uh, what's that called? Chance to hit spells, hammer, attack bonus, proficient. Attack bonus. Attack That's bonus. the word I was going for. Two Tri- words. I was triple going for. attack. Uh, my attack bonus went up uh, one to now I'm at plus seven, and I got multi attack. Which multi attack? I mean, you guys it's, opening up to multi attack. Yeah. I mean that that Double is damage. core to y'all's for sure. Both of y'all's, yeah, character. especially with all the features your hammer yes. has and. Yes. Like my favorite foe, Josh, and mm. the uh, the bow combo. Yeah. I feel like you guys kind of built your characters with the expectation that eventually when you hit five, that's when all of your stuff would be able to synergize and add on to each other because I mean, it's just doubled. I mean, at least three times in this campaign, I have tried to multi-attack and Keith yeah. very yeah. rudely yes. did not let me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so rude. I'll tell you what, combat scenes are going to be elite. Me and Sidus mm-hmm. sitting in the back drinking some coffee. <laughs> Spam, <laughs> spamming them spells, yeah. baby. Um, spamming haste. <laughs> I, dude. Oh, no, because y'all have multi-attack now. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. boy. This yeah. is going to get dangerous yeah. quick. Uh, so level five is a big one. It's a big level for yeah, quick. For you, yep, for um, so, I think you hit puberty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so... What Keith sent me, my spell attack is plus one. Uh, DC, my save DC is now 15. My my shit reset. Um, I learned two more spells through my uh, genie pack, which are water breathing and water walk. So I can now breathe underwater and I can walk on water. Is that which like is, a, pretty, is, the, is the genie pack like a fanny pack you keep all your spell elements in? Yeah, yeah it's my... Uh, class thing <laughs> that I don't remember what it's, it's called. It's literally called a oh, pact. pact. I was thinking yeah. P-A-C-K. No, I just uh, yeah. pact. pact. Although, okay, so <laughs> Click got that loud pact. pact. So Click is now the Avatar or Mermaid and Jesus. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. um, and then there's something else that happens with Click at level 5, but if you want to know what that is, you'll have to listen to episode... 14. 14. 14. Yeah, I know which episode we're doing next. That's 14. <laughs> uh, all right, so we can go to questions now. Yeah. You, said, yeah. you said you had one, right? Or did you, did yeah. you lose no, it? No, I, I lost it for a second. I, got, I, got it. Okay, I okay, saw okay. the okay. look of yeah. fear in his eyes. <laughs> yeah. for Just a split second. The void also, looked at me through this, Sam's eyes. This is uh, this is off topic, but I also have a I also have a story to tell when we're doing intros for episode fourteen that I'm really excited about. Uh, but my nice, question, nice teaser. Thank you. Does it involve Target? No. <laughs> uh, my question is. What is the best level to hit in D and D? So I'm going to preface this with like, obviously level twenty is the best, but like low levels, what's the best one? It uh, okay. I guess it depends on class. Yeah, but it depends a lot on class. Six is a really good level to hit for a lot of classes. I know specifically yeah. with the wizard, like that's when my. I mean, I don't know how this is going to work when we hit level six in this because that's like when my spell book gains sentience and like I get to cast cool stuff. But like the bard, that's when all of their class features open up. But so I'd say six because it's a low level big jump. Like I, I would want to say four because it's that's when you get your first ability score increase. That's not a bad one. Uh, that's a good one. And or feet, depending on what like your DM's uh, style is. So and because it just. 
since it's so early, mm. it's still like you are, that is such a jump. Whereas like, cause you do, it happens again at eight, but by that point you have point. so many, we- you have so many different like magical weapons, you have spells, you have so many other features that the ability score improvement doesn't feel as monumental. And, and, and if you choose a feat, like especially at least the way that I, I play like that feat is something that I've already decided from the get go. And it's like level four. I get, I'm, I'm yeah. choosing that. Like I'm able, I'm unlocking a part of my class that I've wanted to be able to have. Yeah. I agree with that too. I still like six. I'll, I'll split the middle and it's five <laughs> <laughs> because all your martial classes deal double damage. Your, okay. your casters go up a spell level and their cantrips deal double damage. Oh, gosh. Rogues go from, I think, 2d6 to 3d6. Like every single class gets a high percentage damage bump at five. Okay. My answer is also five. Yeah, see, I, I, I've only ever played like two or three classes, so I'm not aware yeah. of what everybody else yeah. gets. We'll say for Barry specifically, it is seven and 15. And I picked those both because specifically at level seven, Josh can be ridden into battle as a mount. <laughs> at level 15, he can fly as a mount. Hell yeah. That's going to be hype. 14 yep. and 15 are like in the mid to high level. It kind of acts the same way as five does. Well, more six, where like you unlock another class feature that is usually. Not groundbreaking. Like, I mean, flying is cool. Don't get me wrong. And like my level 14 thing is cool. But you're by that point, like that's a big jump. Like, yeah. That's that. I Isn't agree. it so cool how like D&D is laid out? Like every class, like your, like your marks are going to be different. Like, yes. Like mm-hmm. bards are going to be different than barbarians and so on and so forth. Yeah. Like it's cool that it's not like everybody is the same thing at every level. It's cool. You got variety because it kind of goes into like, yeah. Like what character you want to play too? Because like if you want somebody that like gets cool shit early on, you get like I don't know which one. Keith, what's one that gets stuff early? Like bards, I guess. Yeah, bards at level three are already. I put OP. you on the spot. I'm so I mean, sorry. Pretty much all, all classes are decent. <laughs> yeah. up to five, and then they get weird at really. There, high there, are, there are some. There are even to start with. There are some that drop off. Yeah, after, after yeah. like yeah. level yeah. seven. That's like rogue. Maybe rogue would be really good at level three. No, the, the druid that I was playing for one of our old campaigns. Oh yeah, before, yeah, yeah. He Ali Asaba. He would drop off probably like level eight. Like by that point, really yeah. that early. Yeah, like that's just okay. the nature, and that's of that. when you start multi class. Yeah, oh. and, and that is what that class is. Or you okay. literally like, just T Rex polymorph. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, there's a lot of things that you can do with that, that that make it fun. I will say to go to what you guys are saying. Yes, it's a positive that D and D has all that fun customization and all that different stuff that you can choose from, but. Going from experience for somebody who is now having to lead 54 brand new people in how to play Dungeons and Dragons, that is, it is, <laughs> I, it has opened my eyes to how much 5e has. And it scares me for Pathfinder. Yeah. Yeah. Like what y'all keep talking about with Pathfinder. Like how would somebody who's never played an RPG play something like the way you that don't. y'all describe it? Yeah, that, that is, that, that almost can't unless you're with a very experienced group that's that almost awesome. can't it's, be your entry point and that's gotta be that's gotta be a problem like that it, it, that's gotta be a problem because like i'm running into that with this dnd club that 5e for some of these people or for some of these kids it's like they've never done something like that before and to throw them into that i don't even it's hard to even guide them where to go yeah. with that and in my experience it's kind of their only framework for a game like this is like board games and stuff that they played before. So it it is a little better to like almost almost have like an intro campaign. Like this is not going to be the campaign you're playing for the next two years. This is going to yes. be the campaign for the next three months. That's why like the starter kits and yeah. stuff like, like do, that like are do such a, a, a good. module that's like mm-hmm. it's, it's only going to last for eight sessions or whatever. Although that being said, uh, my Auburn group we started the Lost Minds of Fandelver in 2020. And they are just now in Wayback Cave, here in the year of our Lord 2022. Yeah. End of 2022. How, how far is that in? Okay, I've, so I've never played that one. Th- that's the starter no spoilers, kit campaign. No spoilers. It, it's, I'd say it's a decent campaign. Like you'll get a lot out of it. You can. It's very. It's what I'm running. I, I'm running that with the kids. So. But okay. it's. I don't think it's meant to take two years. Yeah. Yeah, and, that, and that's almost three. But it is. It is fun, and it's important to know what 
for your D, for you to talk to your DM and everybody on the, be on the same page for like what you expect for the campaign to be because it sucks whenever you start at level one or two or three uh, and you build a character that you know isn't going to take off until level eight and then the campaign ends at level seven mm-hmm. and that's it's a, just like oh point. and sucks. something that I found success in is just kind of relating Dungeons and Dragons to modern video games and, yeah. and like progression through Fallout Skyrim like Bethesda yeah. systems they pretty much all of them yes. pulled. I mean, from it's all it's, it's all from Dungeons and Dragons. So if you connect it to something that they already are familiar yeah. with, then the little nuances they're now able to kind of pick up on, and I don't have to worry about yeah. them. Actually, well, one of the first computer games was a text-based dungeon crawl D and D simulator. Yep, yes. yep, yep. Uh, but the, re- the reason I was saying start them off with a super short campaign is. A super short campaign that is very limited. That like you're only gonna kind of allow them to use like the core classes and stuff, just so they don't get overwhelmed with all the options. But they're also not locked into that limited option set. But like you know, three months is over. Now now you're free. Kind of have your feet under you. Pick whatever you want. That's a good. That's good advice, man. I have a question. Y'all ready for it? I'm actually ready for my question this time. So we've all played D&D before, obviously. (laughs) We've all used magic items in D&D campaigns because I've DM'd for y'all and I've given y'all magic items before. You have? Yeah, I have. What is y'all's favorite magic item that you have used in any D&D campaign that you've played in? Oh, oh. I, I, I can start if somebody wants to oh, think I got about mine. it. Give I got me mine. yours. Yeah, give it's me yours. The, uh, it's from Strahd. It's the... Uh, the, the it's, <gasps> oh, the, the amulet? The amulet. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. So Remind me, what did that do? So... And it, I, I, can, I remember everything about yeah, it. Yeah, so it's essentially, uh, it's essentially cursed. Um, and my character in that campaign, who's a bard... Um, he's not, I'm playing him pretty much, pretty much true neutral, if I remember correctly. Yeah, so yeah. like he literally put the amulet on cause he thought it'd be cool. And it fucking was cool. <laughs> the, he now has, uh, be like a demon, I guess that like talks yeah. to him. I can mm-hmm. have conversations with it. It's lit. I love it. It, it, it gives, it gives boons. me advice. It gives advice, but it does. There was one major drawback. You remember what it was? Uh, if you failed a charisma save just every once in a while, when I felt like it, then you had to do something. Oh to yeah. Like if the oh, amulet yeah, told right. you to kill a dog, like something wild, like if you didn't, it would like, you knew something bad would happen. I remember the name of that amulet because I stole it from RuneScape. It was called the Amulet of Zamorak. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> My favorite magic item, Chase, you've talked about it a couple times uh, with me. It's a little luck stone. You, oh, you yeah. should not I have should given not have me. done that. I, I should have, before I sat and said that it was the luck stone, I should have Googled what it is. So now I'm just going to Plus one to pretty much everything. Yeah. While, while this polished agate is on your person, you gain a plus one bonus to ability checks and saving throws. So literally everything on my character went up plus one. And I was already a bard. And I think that we got to level seven. And at level seven, I didn't have below a plus eight in any skill check. That's a wild thing to give him, Chase. I was, have I was done a baby it. DM. I didn't know any better. I was just like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, and if you look it up in uh, like actual D and D Beyond, it looks like a little cat head. Yeah. Oh, does it? Oh, that's lit. It's actually really cute. It really is. So you should give me a luck stone, Keith. I request a luck stone as well. I'll I'll see if you can find a cache of luck stones. What if we did? Co. Okay. Can I? I'm sorry. I I want to. I've been derailing this episode a lot, (laughs) but I want to do it one more time. So, what if somebody finds like ten luck stones? Can does like does they don't don't stack? They don't stack. No, that's not true. It does not stack. It says requires attunement, and you can attune to three items at a time. Okay, so you do up to three. So I guess you could do up to three. Is it just a rock, or is it? Yeah, I mean, is it an amulet? No, it's just like a little stone. It looks like a little kitty head. I mean. You should make a necklace of the three of them. Yeah. Okay, completely side note. I googled Luckstone to like pull up the actual spell sheet and found a... Looks like an excavation company yeah, called Luckstone. Looks, Luck Stone. <laughs> looks okay. like a no mining way. company. Oh, nice. <laughs> and he is on their website. They, Shout out Luckstone. They offer site ex- excavation and utilities, erosion control, roads oh and driveways, gosh. foundation embedding, landscaping, and engineered soil. Mm, okay, good. Shout out Luckstone. Shout, Shout out, out Luckstone. <laughs> this is so random, and I'll say my item after this. I was talking to my buddy the other day who works uh, in the uh, 
water department for a, a fairly decent sized city. Uh, and he was telling me about the machines they use whenever there's a water main break because they can't like get an excavator and dig it up. They have this like half a million dollar machine that is essentially a massive pressure washer that breaks up the dirt. And then there's a big vacuum that vacuums up the dirt and puts it into the back of the truck for like safe excavation. And I was like, that's, that's a fucking magic item right there. Yeah, like, that's dude, incredible. That's wild. <laughs> But my magic favorite magic item that I've used, I, I guess it's a little arguable if this is a magic item, but it 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 it, it was played like that when I used it, which was glitter dust. Oh, you've talked about this. I, it yeah. Was one of my favorite things ever. It's also because it was a little bit of like a, a hack uh, in that in Pathfinder, glitter dust is a level two spell for everybody. Uh, but for one race in particular called uh, the uh, Asimar, I think is how you say it. It's double A at the beginning, so I always forget. Asimar. 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 Thank you. The Asimar get it as a racial feature um, and and they get it as a like at will free thing. It's wild. Uh, Who's will? Oh my God. (laughs) Uh, And it's, for those of you who don't know, Glitter Dust, (laughs) you can cast it up to a hundred feet out and it covers a 10 foot radius and anyone who's in that 10 foot radius uh, gets covered by glittery dust. Uh, and it causes invisible creatures to become visible, blinds everyone in it, and it cannot be removed. Dang. It, like in the spell, it says, causes them to come blind, invisibly outlining invisible things for the duration of the spell, um, all within the area covered by dust, which cannot be removed and continues to sparkle until it fades. And there, there is a will save for it, but it's just to get unblinded. It's not to get it all. Oh. <laughs> and so I just... Oh, and also... It's like Peter Pan skunk spray. It gives a negative 40 to stealth checks. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> it's it's wild. I just... I, I so badly wanted... I never got to. I wanted to use it on like an invisible creature and just be like... Fuck you. <laughs> you never used it on an I, invisible creature? We never encountered an invisible oh creature. My, what? That, was, that, you, that you know of. That campaign <laughs> ended after like... That's a good point, <sighs> Sam. Thank you. Yeah. They're oh invisible for a reason. Yeah, they're invisible yeah. for a reason. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But Who was can, y'all's DM? Uh, it was, Keith, it was, it was one, one of my buddies, John, back in the day. But, hey, John. Uh, <laughs> why didn't you, why didn't you give him an invisible creature? Does John creature? listen to the show? I, I think he's listened to a couple. I don't remember. Hey, shout uh, out John. Shout out John. Shout, shout out John. <laughs> right here. Shout I out. mean, hey, John. Juicy. <laughs> that's for you. Love it. <laughs> to be fair. Wait, it, wait, wait. It, he's it, only listened to a couple episodes, so. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's for you, John. <laughs> uh, to, to, to be fair, I think it, I think the campaign only lasted about three or four sessions, but he did make us encounter creatures that, if I remember right, shit gold. I'm pretty sure <laughs> that was the thing that happened. Did you keep one as a pet? Uh, no, but we, oh, that's we, we established, that's we established commerce with them. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's such a big word to use. <laughs> yeah. We established commerce that's with incredible. them to like, cause like it's commerce. Alex. I, I give the, you goods. We you give we, me we, literal shit gold. It was, <laughs> no, it was looking back on it. It was very, uh, uh, <laughs> it was very col- uh, colonist of us oh. where like it was, oh. you know, like uh-huh. they, they didn't understand what they had. And we were like, we'll give you beads if you give us your shit. Oh, that's fucked. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. That is big colonizer energy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's fucked is what that is. Next Whoa, question. My favorite, my <laughs> favorite magic oh, yeah, yeah, item. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, like, I, thinking back, I've not gotten a ton over the, over the games I've me, played. Me I play, oh, yeah. I oh, look at this. Look at this. Chase playing the victim. No, no. I, I have an answer. So the one I think I actually ended up using the most was the war pick that oh, we got yeah. for your and the soul. That yes. was a, that was a good yeah. one. That was a lead. That was a really good one. Was, is that like a searchable magic item or is that custom? I, I, I think it was that. custom. I made that. Okay, okay. But it was just a it was a plus one pickaxe that was like really cool. But the the big thing about it though, if you recall, is that for lack of a better understanding, you wouldn't be able to fail. Like climbing. Checks. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, you could climbing use climbing pick. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. A, it was. It was called a war pick, but it was designed as like a yeah. climbing pick. So it was because there was a lot of things that you had to climb, and you never mm-hmm. got to that point to where that war pick would have actually I, shined. I flew a few of those yeah. times, but then one of my other favorites was Barry is not the first bearded dragonborn I've made. He's the first one where he has a natural beard, 
The other one was Vrakul in our The Cure campaign that oh, we did. dude, I forget about that. And you gave us a free magic item. I took the Belt of dwar- Dwarven Kind, which is cool. It's like plus one to strength up to 20, except I only picked it because it said every single day you wake up, you have a 50% chance to grow a beard. <laughs> if you have a beard, <laughs> it gets bigger and bushier. Oh, my gosh. Um, but the real, like my actual real favorite one it's kind of cheating because it's the one in this campaign. I love the crystalline longbow. It's so much fun with that crystalline rain feature. Uh, just how you put it when you were explaining this item to me at the beginning was the vibe is it will eventually pierce armor or tanks. Honestly, the magic items in this campaign, I was trying not to think about them. Yeah. But they're honestly like the book, Super dude, cool. like is mm. incredible. Clicks ring. I mean, must be nice Carl's to have hammer. magic items. Yeah, you your have the ring, ring, bro. Your ring. It's got the gloves, too. <laughs> the gl- I don't even know what the yeah. gloves are. You gonna tell me? He he doesn't know. Yeah, I can tell you. <laughs> I can tell you exactly what they are. Tell me, tell me. They're gloves. They're gloves. Uh, <laughs> got them isotoners on. Yeah. <laughs> the ring. The ring is dope. I, I, I want. I want to go back a little bit and say that that I was in a different campaign with that same John guy. Uh, there was so Shout many out John. Yeah. Shout out John. There was so many insane magic items that were given out in that campaign that I cannot remember them all. It was the Damn. most OP. That was the I've mentioned it before. That was the campaign that we stopped playing because John was like, "You guys are just going to turn into gods, and there's nothing that I can like throw at you anymore." Yeah. So you can buy <laughs> magic items. You can go through the book and just be like, "I want this one because yeah. I'm wealthy." And yeah. it's uh, John. If it was me, I would let my players slander my. Campaign like this, I just, hey, this throw is, two, I said it was awesome. This is unbelievable. Throw two Tarasks amazing at the same time. <laughs> at the same time, <laughs> there with the baby wow. Tarask. Like, oh, dude, y'all wouldn't have been able to come out of that one. I mean, yeah. At one point, <laughs> I think we, we, I don't remember what we even did, but we did something that like it was like anime levels of like I, we leveled a city. Oh shit! We evacuated everyone. Like we're some Avenger shit, too. genociders. But like we leveled a city. Yeah, so, colonizers. So genociders. I was going to say, just to recap, we got we're trading beans for gold, taking advantage of these people. That You're was a l- different campaign. That was a different one. That okay. doesn't matter. It doesn't it's matter. the same group <laughs> leveling cities. It was, what is going it was on? An John, city. what we is going on with out. these campaigns? <laughs> Andrew, yeah, there do you is have a your common question? thread here. My John. <laughs> oh, gosh. Hey, my. shout out, John. <laughs> I don't even know if we should be shouting out John anymore. God, my John campaign, we were pirates hunting pirate hunters. Yeah. And we were oh, like wow. all moralistic and stuff. What is this I dark mean, sider, John? No, mine, I won't lie. Mine was, I would play the shit out of that. That would be, awesome. that that's, would be so fun. Guys, that's fucking Starfinder. Gotta play a Starfinder game. Or, or so no, fun. stick to D&D. Let's do Spelljammer. Spelljammer, uh, it's just basically fantasy space. It's cool. We can be space pirates? Yeah. But, <laughs> space but pirates. Have you ever seen Treasure Planet? Duh. Okay, Hell think yeah. that vibe. Oh. Yes, that's what we should play. It's not like Star Wars where it's like ships. It's like actual pirate ships, <laughs> like hey, in the space. I, the, oh, like with like sails and shit. Hell, hell yeah! yeah. That, By the way, what, what would you guys rate Treasure Planet on a scale of I, one to ten? I'm being honest it's with you, man. A it's a ten out of it's ten. It's a very good movie. I was gonna say eight point five. It's it's up there. And and here's the sad thing: my beautiful wife who loves Disney hates that movie you're what? kidding me oh that's brutal because it's a boy movie with what no <laughs> singing what <laughs> there is there's a, there's hey, a Ashton, whole angsty song in there if you were sitting here i did the air quotes baby oh that is a good movie cook oh oh it, great story with him so oh good. my gosh has a borderlands element too it, like was it better than atlantis yes Oh no, no! It definitely no, wasn't. Awful. It definitely no. wasn't better than I, I Atlantis. I, I would. Atlantis say, is an elite. It's. So I would good. give it an eleven out of ten. Of <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would that too. is a yeah. that is elite tier movie. I let me tell you this. I would, I would quit recording right now to watch Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Let's go. <laughs> I got Disney Plus, baby. Let's go. I don't even know whose turn it is. I've movie. asked one. I've asked one. I was about to say, while, while you guys go watch your movie, my question's for Barry. Okay. okay I'm oh. listening. <laughs> uh, one second. <laughs> Howdy. Uh, Do the rootin' tootin'. What? Get into it. Oh, I'm a straight shootin' rootin' tootin' Drake Warren, Dragonborn Ranger, and my home is Vesthelm. Uh, 
So my my question, my First main question is, character. <laughs> you, Barry has turned into, uh, through the course of this campaign, he's turned into a very. He's a softy. He he's oh, yeah. he, he's a lovable Damn. like take that? father figure type, oh, like, not father figure, but like big brother. Yeah. Uh, was that intentional? Because I feel like you didn't necessarily start out that way. No, it was absolutely intentional. Okay. I, I wanted it like to start out. He's putting up a, a hard front. Yeah, like a little cocky. Yeah, yeah, mm. of, yeah. He, especially that intro scene. It's yeah, the yeah. lacrosse scene uh-huh. with him and Finn, and it's a friendly rivalry. He wants to mess up his buddy Finn in this low stakes environment, yeah. and then go have a drink. But when it comes down to it, he like he when he gets a a group together like a found family, just the people he's with and has been charged to like protect and care for. He goes all in like, cause uh, we, we've hinted at it here and there. Or as soon as you meet with someone on a wall. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> he, he like, As we've like hinted at and talked about, he lost a large portion of not only his family, just his entire community before yeah. coming to Vest Helm. So he, he knows loss. He hates that. And wants to do what he can to protect everybody, both physically, mentally, and emotionally, and definitely big brother vibes and a softy at heart. And Alex is Alex and Sam are losing it at something, they, and I don't know what. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm assuming that they're exchanging memes. Here, it I'll keeps show going everybody the forth. memes that I just. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Uh, oh, yep, that. <laughs> It's a pumpkin, everybody. He's showing us a pumpkin. <laughs> I think I said that one. Originally. Yeah, it, it, he Chase said that like three weeks ago. I don't. <laughs> These can't be pushed. Yeah, the you, I'm sorry, no, listeners. You will never know what we are absolutely about here. I'm so sorry. I wish I didn't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. So that, my question. There we go. There we go. My question is for Alex. Oh, what n- the fuck is this Target story? Okay. There okay. We go, finally, okay. Please. Okay. Y'all ready for the Target story? Okay. Tarje, as it's as it's called. <laughs> there is no target story. I made it up for the lols. Oh my god. So okay, you've just blue balled us in the entire audience with target <laughs> story. Yeah, you said something about like you gotta have two dudes burly crying like Into being shoulder, brave. Yeah. That's brave. And I was just making a joke about how one day in Target. I just cried with two men. That was the oh, okay. that was the funniest joke I've ever heard. That's very good. Chase, Alex. do you have any user questions? Yeah, we have a few to salvage this. Uh, this has been the best small talk yet. I don't know what y'all are talking about. This has been awesome. From the heart of the cards. Um, Wait, Soleil, Soleil oh. the heart. Yeah, yeah. Say, say, say it, Keith. That's, that's very close. Soleil, Soleil, the heart, or if you're my wife, Soleil the heart, Soleil the heart. For each of us, what are our characters most insecure about? And from Keith, they demand a a uh, an answer from Lunier's perspective. Mm. Okay. So insecurities. Uh, insecurities. Uh. Click is... Is it about your ears? Oh, you know what? I know exactly what it is. Cleet... Oh, no. I feel like that's me and then click. Is that, is that your big your big brother? Cleet? Uh, that's honestly a good fantasy name. I like, I like that name. Cleet. I apologize, listeners. I just had a that. stroke in my chair. Uh, clicks insecurity is uh how people perceive his family's uh financial status oh, oh. So economic click feels like people think that they're poor yeah okay but they're not we don't well know. eh the middle class probably no, they, they not as you poor as people perceive yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I understand yeah, yeah, yeah. I get yeah. what you're saying but even if you were poor being labeled poor is not fun yeah. it's like it's like being like middle school or high school if I were to walk in with my lugs I am wearing right now that look like they're trying to be Vans but they're not brand name Vans it's like oh look at little uh, Chase over there poor boy with the lugs yeah. That's, it's so funny how that's turned too, because like it, it is still like that some in like high school and stuff. But as soon as you get out of high school, like in the college age and like early twenties, I feel like the the new thing, especially amongst like women, is to be like, oh, you like this? Seven dollars. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I, I found this dirt cheap at yeah. Goodwill, and it's the best article of Absolutely. clothing I have. That's like the new flex. Yeah. Uh, Carl's insecurity is. I feel like it's too easy because he like. His insecurity is just that he doesn't feel like he belongs here. And he's like trying to prove himself because mm. he's 
insecure about being a kid out on a what has turned out to be an apocalyptic adventure. Yeah. <laughs> he just, he just went out to like be a bodyguard for a, a little scholar. Like this was not a hard task. And now he is literally trying to save a civilization. It do be like that. <laughs> I do. It do. It do. <laughs> I do. Uh, yeah, I think Barry's similar kind of to that is just not quite sure he's living up to the, to where he needs to be live up to make his father and sisters who aren't there proud. Imposter syndrome. That's yeah. that's the one I was going oh, for. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Oh, it's my turn now. Yeah, stop playing on your phone. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm, te- <laughs> I'm texting Sam random stuff and trying to get him to laugh. I'm trying to record a fucking podcast. <laughs> oh, oh, my. That was, that was honestly some of the best, like, inflection I've ever... I don't know how you controlled that, and, it, like, it sounded perfect. Can you Thank do you. it again? That was awesome. I'm trying to record a fucking podcast. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you went up an octave on that one. My throat hurts a little bit now. We <laughs> still have to record an actual episode about this. Yeah, honestly. Oh, no. Okay, okay. so Sidus' biggest insecurity. I, I was going to say my age, but that, again, feels... I don't want to steal Carl's. I feel I, like you've got to have like dealt with that a little bit. You, you, well, definitely, but yeah. I, I think that now that he has, quote-unquote, been successful in his educational yeah. career, there's a little bit of pressure on him to continue being... Mm. That's a huge thing the, the, today. The, is that uh, yeah. uh, what are they, like uh, talented kids yes. who the, like the when gifted they were gifted kids in high kids, school, gifted, gifted, get yeah. to college and find out they're average. Yeah, young, young, gifted burnout. Is, it, it, is a it's huge not even. Thing. It's not even that he's average. Like, yeah. he, like we're all D and D characters. Like yeah. we're above average and then a normal person. It's just that you hit the pinnacle of most careers at such an early age. It's like where do you go from here? Yeah, yeah. and nothing is going to live up to the expectations a that I've set for myself, but also that other yeah. people have set because I've been successful so young. Wow, yeah. I came up with that on the dome. No, that, that, that's that a, was cool. That's really good <laughs> Damn. answer. So Keith, what about Lunier? Lunier. Lunier. Okay. Is it Lun? It was an N or an M? Lunier. Lunier. Okay. Lunier. Uh, so Lunier. We'll say uh, they've always been told that they're beautiful, but no one ever tells them that they're hot. And <laughs> I like that. They are Same. so Same. Uh, aesthetically <laughs> pleasing that they are nearly unapproachable. So they do have to deal with a little bit of loneliness and like, That's, where do they is, belong? That is interesting. The difference between like fuckability and, uh, and like yeah and just like I don't I don't I shouldn't be in the same room yeah, like with why, you. Yeah. Why even try? Yeah. So huh. so they do have some insecurities about like, that. So far out of my appearance. league. It's like I'm just gonna turn away. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The next question comes from Charwolf. Shout, Shout out Charwolf. Shout out Charwolf. Uh, which if you want to know where you can ask these questions, you can join our Discord server. It is found in our link tree, linktr.ee slash nine other net one. Uh so from Charwolf from the Discord for everyone. Hmm, that's me included. Yes, that's you included. Everyone is bringing something for a potluck for Carl's birthday. <laughs> what does everyone bring that they think he would like? Keith can <sighs> respond for Carl's girlfriend NPC. I love this because I don't have to answer. It's, it's my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> but but are oh, you yeah. everyone? Y'all are gonna y'all are gonna hate Click's answer. Uh, Click would brain stuff to make a nice uh, Caesar salad. Get out of here. Disgusting. Why? To a birthday? You have I, to explain yeah, that. Yeah, I like Caesar salads, but this that's is the same man who food. said like fish tacos was his favorite food. <laughs> yeah. I feel like. <laughs> so Click, like Click doesn't usually eat meat if he doesn't have to. He will. But like if he has a choice, he would rather eat something else. And so uh, he all he realizes that like there probably should be one healthy option at a party <laughs> that's going to have like a bunch of it, it is going to be carnivore heavy. Yeah. That's yeah. A, on the contrary, Barry is bringing a keg and jello shots because ah, he still doesn't realize yeah. that Carl is underage. Damn, Barry's stealing my move. That's <laughs> a good one. Like, yeah, Barry got, is stealing it, Sam's move of jello shots and he the keg is Bud Light. Let's yeah. just be oh, honest. Oh, that's I, gross. Well, now I fully expect you to bring a keg next time, Sam. Okay. I'll go find <laughs> do one. Do it, baby. I, but I hate I beer. got a keg guy. I really hate beer, so please don't do that. <laughs> yeah, don't do that, please. Uh, so, Sidus is the only one that knows that you're a kid. So, he's going <laughs> to... bring me birthday cake? No, Dive. he's bringing you cookie cake, baby. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, he's bringing because he knows, but he also knows that if you bring a cookie cake to an adult party, we still gonna go ham. Mm-hmm. So it's like the perfect cake I mean, to not blow your cover. I, oh, that's that's I would, thoughtful. I would yeah, I would argue one one difference. Ice cream cake is the best Ooh. cake. Ice cream cake is no, good, but no. birthday cake is better. I I I'm not a no, cake. No, like, I meant cookie cake. Okay, I'm, yeah. cookie cake. I'm not a big cake person in general. A cookie cake is is Bussin? good most of the time. Yeah, but delicious. like, if I eat a whole slice, I am sick. I well, that. yeah, I get that. Like, don't eat just, a whole slice. Yeah, just don't don't eat a whole slice. And I have a question for Keith. What is the Vesthelm equivalent for Great American Cookie Company? Good question. <laughs> good question. <laughs> Sally's Sidebar Bakery. I have no idea. Wow, I like that. <laughs> That's actually Fantastic. good for off the dome. Alex, Alex, you had an opportunity to bring Carl that you knew he was a literal child. You could have brought him dino nuggies and chocolate <laughs> milk. It would have been a perfect Yeah, but I don't want answer. to blow his cover. Yeah. I got to find something that it, it can equally toe the line between adult and child. I mean, just I mean adults also who eat that meal. Yeah. That is true. Yeah, but if you brought dino nuggies to a birthday party... I would cry if someone did that <laughs> for my birthday. You know how happy I would be? <laughs> what is uh, Carl's girlfriend bring? Uh, yeah, Carl's NPC girlfriend is going to bring you uh, a big old cinnamon roll. Ooh, she knows ooh, that that is Sh- Carl's preferred dessert. That's a good answer. Wow. Go throw back to a different a small talk question. Yeah. I good like job. Like wow. Alright. And the last use- listener question from the narrator specifically for our benevolent DM Keith. Shout out narrator. Shout, Shout out, out narrator. narrator. Which uh, he has asked this twice now in the discord. Um, so I felt obliged to put it in. We appreciate your persistence. Yes, thank you, narrator. <laughs> we'll get if, there eventually. If anybody wants a question answered, you need to specifically annoy Chase. Yes. <laughs> DM Chase. I pick them up. If he doesn't answer, respond every hour. Keep <laughs> going. And never give up. <laughs> Just DM him personally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Multiple or, accounts. Or <laughs> oh, God, I hate you all. But the narrator asks, again, Dungeon Master Keith, Question right here, ISAD4 representative, are you prepared for the possibility of time travel and handling that and or the possibility of multidimensional travel? Uh, I have absolute control over my universe, so I don't have to be prepared for certain things. Like, I don't, like, I'm not, one of you guys isn't going to create a time machine that I have to let you use. You don't know that. I will say we have the power of the editor in this chair right here who now has so many hours of you speaking. I'm sure we can splice <laughs> together you giving okay. us permission. There's that Brooklyn Nine-Nine uh, episode where they make the soundboard yeah, for Holt. Captain yeah, Holt. Yeah, yeah. I it, could do something like that, but for Keith. And like Dungeons and Dads <laughs> where they went and edited episode two to have Anthony say, yeah, time travel school. I, yep. I will say if one of the characters, particularly the magical focused, if their character background was, I must go fix what I did wrong, I would be totally cool with preparing time travel, world hopping things to facilitate that kind of character interaction. But so far, no one has expressed that kind of interest. And you're probably not going to stumble upon a time machine. That said, there is already a secondary universe that this world is playing out that I'm running for people off off of this podcast. So there already is multiple universes of the land of many names. Schwaggity. And there are characters that are existing in this podcast world that exist in that other world doing completely different things. Uh, Hank is actually... Yeah. Hank has now been in... I guess he's been in two universes. Yes. Shwee. And there are other ones that... Some that you've met and some that you will meet. So there are multiple universes I'm kind of already doing. Time travel I would do if it was integral to a character. Is there... Uh, like uh, not a time machine, uh, but outside of like God, literal gods, uh, is there any items or anything in this world that like have the power to uh, wow, time that's, travel? That's a that's a toughie. Uh, yes, no. Uh, <laughs> actually, uh, I'll, I'll just say it. Uh, that's uh, fucked. My gods do not have the power to undo time. Okay. I like I like solid timelines. Yeah. You're playing something. Okay. Uh, every decision matters. Things don't get overturned because yeah. on the whims of deities, these deities can't turn back time. Yeah, because I not are there. I thought there was like 
high level spells Wish. where it'll let you get like do like seven seconds back in time, Ooh. like something. If there small. are sevens, fine. Like I can see that. Let's basically just let's revert this round. I know there yeah. is a spell that lets you stop time for like a day to get a long rest. Uh, yeah, All of yeah, these yeah. things I would allow because they're in the book, specifically being like, I I'm going do, back 10 yeah, years yeah, yeah. and I'm stopping my childhood backstory. Right. I would just, I, yeah. I don't see that as necessary unless it is a character's primary arc. Yeah. It's a good answer. Well, last but not least, we're at that time of small talk. We are hyping up this week our benevolent DM, Keith. Oh, it is. Keith! Yeah. Didn't we skip someone? No. Yeah, we, yeah we skipped you. <laughs> and now yeah, it's back. your turn. Yeah, it's you next. Okay. Is this the last one? No, it's the, I we haven't him. done Chase yet. We did, yet. We we did skip someone. Because I was I'm, about to say, we haven't done Chase yet. Because I intro this this uh, little segment. It would be weird for him to say, yeah. okay, y'all baby me up. <laughs> <laughs> so we, instead, we're doing Keith. Gladly. Who's going to oil him up first? I'll go first. Okay. Uh, I like this. All right. I don't like Sam, that you said Sam's, oil him up first. I, yeah. Sam, we got to get him ready for Andrew. Sam, yeah. Sam's always ready to step up to the plate. I okay. appreciate it. All right. To oil him up. So. Stop it. Oh, <laughs> gotta oil up, Big Poppy. This yeah, story, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm this is for the. This is the opposite of <laughs> hyping him up. Are y'all done? Can I? Can I go now? Sure, uh, if you have to. Okay. So my <laughs> my talk about Keith will start with a story, and this story sums up just Keith as a person. So this was a uh, probably like six weeks ago. I got COVID, right? And uh, coincidentally enough, that weekend, I was supposed to go on a beach trip with all the nano people. Shout and, out nano people. And it was going to be hella fun. And I got COVID, couldn't go. Woke up, it was a Saturday. Uh, been feeling like shit for most of the day. It's probably like two o'clock, knock at my door. Go, go open the door. It's the Domino's guy. <laughs> I said, wait a minute, I didn't order any Domino's. You know who did? Keith, this guy right here ordered me cheese sticks and the little cookie brownie thingamabob at Domino's. By the way, it was delicious. But like, I didn't even, I didn't even ask for it. Keith was just like, I think this would make you feel better. And so I'm going to do it. I was in the car with Keith oh when he was God. on the phone. That was a whole saga. It was, it was... Who wants to tell the story about that pizza? Well, I mean, you, that you, was you left out the part. Yeah, I, I won't lie. I left the part out because... Sam I, like, told him to take a hike. No, <laughs> no, no. I said, get the fuck off my property. <laughs> he's, he's the only one at this table who would turn down free food. Yeah. So they had to call back and say like, no, that, you, that is the right house. Now let me tell him that that's pizza coming. Yeah. Like, Not to mention that they said they were going to do contact delivery. Contact less delivery, yeah. considering you know there was a covid case and they still had to do like the opposite the of that yeah yeah i think they also delivered it to your house first they first. delivered it to my house that, was- <laughs> <laughs> that pizza went like five different places all yeah, to right. make it to say <laughs> but it was was it still warm yeah no nice. i she's I, I remember being in the car and being like golly i wouldn't have thought to do that like i would i i, don't, I wouldn't think that i'm a bad friend but like Keith went above and beyond with that. Yeah, I, I, it was awesome. So yeah, that describes Keith in a nutshell. I would say if Keith, I know that you, when you were being convinced to join our D&D table, you were excited about not DMing. And I had <laughs> so much fun, you know, getting to know you as a friend, getting to know you as a player while I was the DM. But then you took over the reins and so far in everything that we've done with Nano, it has been some of the most fun that I've ever played in D&D. And I'm not just saying that. There's a lot of people at this table I've played a lot of hours of D&D with. And your creativity and the story that you've made. I know that we've asked a couple of times, like, where did you get your inspiration from? And you've told us a couple of, Brandon Sanderson is the big one, right? But like you, you kind of came up with this on the dome and have just so elegantly pulled four knuckleheads through a story and taken the reins of being the dungeon master on a podcast. And I just, 
every single time I get behind the mic with you, man, it's just, it's so much fun. I, I cherish our friendship because of this. You've made D&D my number one hobby. Ditto. <laughs> Andrew, no, your turn. No, no. Huh? I'll actually. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> no, I. I yeah, we don't. We don't know what happened to Barry, guys. He just—he's <laughs> gone. He got eaten. Just, just dead. Uh, chased. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> For those at home, Alex just muted Chase's mic. <laughs> uh, but yeah, similar. I have had so much fun being at this table with you, playing this game you just being a part of the world that you've created. Uh, also, the effort that you put in at the top, it's like, hey, this is a cool character idea you have. Let me sprinkle some extra magic sauce on top of it and make it so much more fun for you too. Also, just having DM'd for you, your creativity as a character have been some of like the most unique and cool ideas I have seen. They're just so much fun and I can't wait to see some more of what you got for us. Uh, yeah, outside of DM and Dungeons and Dragons, also just a cool ass guy, and I enjoy hanging out with you and being around, and I'm glad now to have you as part of this found family. Uh, uh, Keith, uh, again, remind listeners, for, uh, if you don't remember that we said before, Keith is my brother-in-law. Uh, we've known each other for a long, literally since uh, we were children. Um, so there's a ton of stuff that I could say and a bunch of it that's way too personal to share. <laughs> uh, but what I'll say is that Keith is uh, one of the most thoughtful people that uh, I've ever met. And it's he has the super rare quality of um, not seeking recognition or uh, like payback for the kind things that he does. Um, he He genuinely just has these crazy moments of deep thoughtfulness and kindness uh, that like, if it were up to him, no one would ever know he did it. Like he, he just wants to love people and bless people. And it's crazy sweet. Uh, and as a DM and as like having played with you a lot, the thing that is just the most mind blowing is always, as always your knowledge of the game. Mm. And I don't just mean you've memorized a bunch of shit. I mean, you are understanding of the game. Like we've had so many talks about like the rules. And then like, I'll be like, I'll be complaining about like, Oh, this is stupid that it works this way. And Keith will like walk me through the background of the mechanic and be like, well, it has to work that way because if it didn't, it would outbalance this. And like, he just understands everything surrounding the game. Uh, and it was very fun for me whenever he started DMing uh, with this group because I played with him for so long and I, and I, I very rarely question him because I know that he's always <laughs> right about that stuff. And so it was fun to watch you guys like question him a few times and then, <laughs> yeah. and then just get absolutely owned and be yep. like, okay, never mind. Yeah, I'll stop asking well, questions. I had, I had that learning, that learning experience <laughs> where it's like, oh, I'm in death saves and rolled the nat 20 sets, two successes. No, you get one HP back. No, I'm pretty sure it's just two successes, Keith. Let me be a good player. Yeah. No, you're wrong, Chase. I'm like, Pretty sure I'm not going to look it up. <laughs> and and then, then you were wrong. I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's another thing, though, is even when he knows he's right a lot of times in the moment, he'll just be like, yeah, you can play it that way for now and we'll look at it later, yeah. which is awesome. I would like one thing to add. Keith is also an, an elite rock band player. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. I hey, thought that I would be better than him. Uh, I was, I was, he kicked my butt. I don't, I don't know that there's many video games that Keith is bad at. And we, none of us have mentioned the glaringly obvious just fact of life, which is that he has the best hair at this table. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Hair. Sure. Honestly, I just think that's a given at this yeah. point. <laughs> hey, Keith, I'm, what's your favorite I'm, video I'm, game? I'm melting. Uh, Dota 2, baby. Oh. <laughs> Gotta throw it in there. Oh, yeah. that's mm. It's for boomers you'll, you'll, fi you'll find me and Keith on there far too often. I've tried to play. I First did. of all, I'm trying to run it on my my poor MacBook Air and it it's <laughs> it's not great, but when it does work, I just I feel bad for them. It's like <laughs> they might as well be playing with a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's how everybody is when they start. It's a, it's a complicated game. It's too hard. It's this. There's there's a reason that like they made a simplified version and it became one of the most popular games in the world. 
What game? Which is League of Legends. Oh, yeah. Okay, that makes <laughs> sense. I'm still bad at League of Legends, too, so uh, yeah. I'm just not good at MOBAs. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to episode 13, 13. Small Talk. It's been a while since we've been behind the mics. Thank you guys for just understanding the uh, scheduling delays and everything that we've been kind of going through. Uh Chase, where can they find us, man, to listen to more of our stuff? Oh, let me tell you. You can find us <laughs> on Twitter and TikTok at NanoDND, on Instagram, YouTube, and what's the other one? Facebook. <laughs> hey. Not another Nat One. In Juicy. all of those spots, you will find our link tree, linktr.ee slash not another Nat One. There you're going to find all those links to find us on the social medias, and you will find an invite link to our Discord to come join our community. You will also, if you scroll down to the bottom, there are two cool links. There's one for wallpapers that have nano on them. It's fun. But the most important one at the bottom of this list is the SoundCloud, where you will find all the original music that your boy Alex over <laughs> here has written. And they're just amazing. Put them on in the background while you work. You, you won't be sorry. Well, thank you guys again for listening to episode 13, Small Talk. Join us again next week for episode 14. And until next time, protect your hearing. I want to scream. I want to scream as loud as I can. No, 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 that's a good thing. I'm going to just give advice. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Bro, I was thinking you were going to say stay frosty. No, we're we're not giving advice. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. Stay frosty. That's that's 100% the least cool one you've done. (laughs) Hey, I forgot. I'm still recording. I do have one last question for y'all. Okay. (laughs) Okay. One more question.